Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. If you love potato chips, like you're going to love the conversation today because my guest has put an all-new spin on potato chips and made them good for you. And they're still good. Like, they taste good still. Don't worry. They still taste good. And, like, they're better for you. And I can't even wait to learn all about it. On the podcast today is Jason Wright. He's the founder of Wild Brands with an E. Wild with an E at the end, Brands. I can't even wait. Uh, Jason, so great to have you here with us today. Hey, Justin. Thank you for having me, man. I'm looking forward to it. and. Uh... Yeah, let's let's dive in. I can't even wait. Okay, so um, man, I'm I'm so excited for this one today because it made me hungry. Like, I, anyway, I got questions for you. Um, but before we get there, why don't you start by sharing with our audience a little bit of your background before launching the business? Yeah, for sure, man. So, um, out of college, uh, I moved to New York, and and uh, you know, I basically got into the fashion industry. I uh, was a model um, for about five years in the city, and through that, I got into eating healthy. Um, and and from that, I actually launched a cereal company called Feed uh, in 2005. How cool um, is that? Yeah, How'd yeah, that and that was my you know that was my first introduction. You know, when when I was in the modeling, you know, that kind of uh, got me into you know I want to eat better which got me shopping at Whole Foods. And then it just started that curiosity. And, you know, I, I wanted to make my own healthy granola, um, not thinking I was going to do a business out of it, but friends, family, folks, you know, really liked it. And then my wheels started turning and I was like, well, maybe I can sell this, you know? Right. So I started selling it at local health food stores up and down the street in New York. And I'll say that, you know, while, uh, feed didn't turn out to be a huge success. But I learned a ton. Uh, that was my education, you know, into totally. entrepreneurship. And once I, you know, got the bug, um, you know, it's in you. And, and <laughs> so then a- after feed, uh, you know, my wheels constantly turn. One thing I learned at feed was, you know, I, I launched somewhat of a Me Too product. Okay. Uh, you like- know, Bare Naked probably came out around 2003. And here I was in 2005. So they were first to market. And at the end of the day, you know, they, they, they were the winner in that category and went on to sell the catalogs. Uh, so I told myself right. next time I do this, uh, it will not be a me too product. Right. So I just went and picked the, one of the hardest things ever, which was <laughs> reinvent the potato chip, uh, and have to go out and build custom equipment, which we'll get all into. But oh my gosh. I, I surely went the opposite this time around and, and, and did something completely that's never been done before. <laughs> That is crazy. <laughs> um, okay, so I love it. So you, you were in the industry already. You had some experience at the start. You know, you had kind of the bug, and you had the experience. So why the potato chip? I'm guessing because you like healthy food and you like to eat chips. And I think I read some comment that when you an open bag of chips is an empty bag of chips. <laughs> I think I read that somewhere. You, you said <laughs> you got it, man. Yeah. So growing up, you know, I just love potato chips. I love potatoes Ditto. in general. French fries. We all do. You oh, know, man. it's it's a fun snack. 
And 2017, um, you know, Wild originally launched as a protein bar. So we had launched Wild as a meat-based protein bar, and it was not doing well. And, you know, I had to pivot. And I had this idea. I kind of been toying around with how how do I create a healthy, uh, you know, crispy, crunchy, salty snack. Sure. And one day uh, I was eating bag of potato chips, just like always. You know, I was I was finishing the bag, and I just felt so, you know, unhealthy. I felt just uh, sluggish, still hungry, but here I, you know, just ate all the these chips, and and it kind of just hit me. I was like, what if we could do a chip? Um, where the first ingredient is protein, and I don't want to do protein powder. I want to do like real whole, wholesome food. I want to do real whole meat. Um, and I was like, you know, what, would it be possible to do a chicken breast? Like, could I take a chicken breast and make chips out of it? Right. And that's what started me on this, uh, you know, down the path and 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 on this uh, on this journey. Wow, I love that. Well, okay, so even though you knew kind of the startup world. You knew you had a problem that you wanted to solve. You knew that you liked this. And you, were, you could be ex- excited about it, but you had never made a potato chip before. So how did you go about thinking about it? Like, what were the first steps to even consider? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, the first step was I had to figure out, you know, how, how to make you know, how to get the chicken breast, how to thinly slice it, right? how to, you know, uh, basically coat it with flour. We're using egg, using, you know, broth and, and spices. Um, you know, I did work with a, a, a friend of mine. I'm very lucky. A friend of mine, uh, back to my granola days, uh, was a guy who worked at Bare Naked and was an RD, a food scientist there. Got it. And he lives here in Boulder now. And, um, so I, Derek Spores, I connected with Derek and I said, Derek, I got this crazy idea. I need you to help me. <laughs> and, uh, and so together we worked on it and, you know, we came up with a process we thought would work. We did it in our kitchen. Um, and, and we tried to take that to a pork rind facility. Okay. And, and what we did there at the pork rind facility was we, we basically figured out how not to do this product. <laughs> nice. uh, we, we basically made uh, a mess and oh, no. the owner of the, of the pork rind facility, uh, just, uh, basically ran us out of town <laughs> and, uh, and through that we had to go down the custom, you know, equipment route. We had to right? basically start. Oh uh, my gosh. Taking a step back and looking at prototypes and looking at, you know, how, how can we do this product? So, right. um, it, it, it was a journey. <laughs> so, okay. How long did that take to try out the pork rind place that, you know, you didn't work and then you were like, I got to develop my own equipment, which I mean, how do you even know how to do that? Right. And then like to get equipment made and like, what did, how did all that, how long did that take? Yeah. So we, uh, 2000 and, uh, call it, you know, I'd say summer of 2017, I, I made a big mess at the pork rack facility and <laughs> I just envisioned uh, I came, this. <laughs> I, you know, I came back and, um, and the funny story is at that time, you know, we had, you know, investors who were really keen on this chip yep. and had just put money behind it. And, and I had just told them that we were going to do it in the pork rack facility. And about two weeks later, and they were like all I, excited because we're getting some product getting progress, getting product, yeah. making progress. And then I call them and say, guys, that's not going to work. So <laughs> we, we, 
<laughs> we come back to Boulder and we work with a machine artist here, or I'd say machine artist, just a machine guy, um, sure. you know, uh, in, in, a, in a fab shop. And we came up with, uh, well, I walked in basically and, and showed him, I had some popsicle sticks kind of glued together right. that made what would become our top forming belt. Got it. Fryer. For the so you chip. have a top yep. and a bottom belt. Yep. And, and the reason I needed that is because once the chips got in, if they didn't have something to curl up around, right. they would move, find each other. And basically at the Port Ryan facility, I just, <laughs> all these chips got together, they all went together and made one big giant mess. <laughs> one big um, chip. <laughs> I mean, and it was a burnt chip because <laughs> there was no way for this thing to get out, you know? And right. so anyway, and so we, we're in a machine shop and this guy, uh, help, you know, work with us. And we created this prototype and, and, you know, the vision there again is like almost like a bulldozer track. If Got you it. think about it. Okay. And so we went to a, a fryer manufacturer. Uh, I thought we would just walk in and we would, uh, show them the show prototype them and, they and then say, they'd start making it. Uh, yeah. I thought they'd actually maybe have something like it, you know, Got so it. That, but they didn't. Um, and so we, uh, but they worked with us and, and we designed, uh, you know, I, I refer to a bulldozer track all the time or some kind of <laughs> equipment track, but that really is at the end of the day, um, what it was, we, 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 um, finally received the first fryer a year and a half later. So summer of 2018. Right. Um, and, you know, still was a work in progress. Uh, we did not have everything, you know, right on that first fryer. Uh, um, but we started making product at the end of 2018, and we launched in 2019. Wow. That's really cool. Um, what, a, what a fun story, too. Um, were you getting anxious, or was it like, it's okay, you know, we're making progress, and, and we finally got the product to where we needed it to be? Oh, no. No, there was a many, many sleepless nights. You know, uh, when you when you um, you know, when you take investors' cash, when when you, right. you, know, you you're on the clock. Um, you know, I've got a great board, I got a great group, but you know, we were uh, in uncharted territories. We were doing things that had never been done to our uh, surprise. We didn't realize that, you know, we, we were not going to um, that we were going to go to the fryer manufacturer and sure. and lo and behold, we're going to have to custom design this. Right. Um, and and then, you know, we basically put the pota- potato chip line, if you think about it, in a USDA meat facility and now getting <laughs> folks when we went to a co-man at first and, and he had they had space. But to get, uh, you know, um you know, just folks trained and, and, and running this type of equipment is very foreign because right. it, it, that type of equipment had never been in those facilities. So, um, you know, that was a challenge. I spent a lot of days on the production floor. Um, and, uh, you know, finally really, and, and this is kind of later on when we built our own manufacturing facility, uh, late 2020, uh, and we, launched it opened it in january of this year and and until uh up until that point wild was always a you know a manufacturing play we could right. we had quality issues we couldn't quite get it right couldn't quite pinpoint and there's two processes to wild 
Uh, and for the first time, we do everything now under one roof. And so I have a lot of control Got it. Uh, from bringing in fresh chicken breasts on one side, you know, yep. to having a salty, you know, a, a snack. salty snack on Going the other. Out the side. other. I love the um, packaging. It's really sharp. Love the flavors. Himalayan pink salt, sea salt and vinegar, chicken and waffles, golden mustard har- barbecue. My favorite, I think, is buffalo chicken. It's sold out on the website, <laughs> but um, which is a good problem, I'm guessing. So talk about like, how did you figure out? So you got, uh, you talked about the production part. How did you figure out packaging? Like, and what needs to be on a package? And did you kind of know all that? Or did you get some help with that? Or the co-packer? Yeah, you know, um, we, uh, 2019, we originally launched the product. Um, we uh, we basically just worked with uh, some local guys here in Boulder. And um, we didn't do any research. We basically just... Uh, <laughs> just came up with something. <laughs> we basically just came up with what we thought, you know, um, products new to market. So we, we visually did a big silhouette of a chicken you know, to try <laughs> right. to communicate to the customer, uh, what we were. And, um, anyway, it, it, it wasn't working. Um, we were, we learned a valuable lesson that the product really need to be transparent with the consumer. They cared about what cut we were using. Um, Interesting. so in 2019, we started working with an agency. We did a lot of consumer research and, that led us to the packaging that you guys see now on shelf. Got we it. learned that we wanted to make a potato chip comparison. Um, almost like, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> right. uh, we wanted to make that comparison to get people's mind of thinking, you know, crunchy snack, um, you know, eats like a potato chip. But we also learned that we had to call out, you know, uh, we say on there, you know, crispy chips um, sure. you know, made from and it's cross out potato and then we say chicken breast um <laughs> got it really really cool uh and I, I was just noticing amazon got great reviews here on a couple of the flavors uh sea salt vinegar and whatnot um when you uh you finally had the finished product uh how did you know it was good or that people would buy it in other words it's one thing for you the potato chip lover to love it and it's your own brand like did you when did you kind of know hey i think we might have something here that's that might be interesting to others right you know, um, nutritionally, you start looking at it, and you're five times the protein of potato chips, and you're half the carb. Um, you very little trade off on texture, and and the flavor profiles is unique to the to the product. You know, it's, it's chicken and waffle, it's Nashville hot. It's oh, things yeah. you can see on you know uh, on, on chicken dishes. So, you know. I kind of felt, you know, early on, I was like, you know, if we could get it right, quality wise, we we have something here. Um, and then as we, uh, you know, we did a lot of demos in Whole Foods and people, you know, would tell us, you know, that this is something that one, they were surprised a product like that existed. And and two, this was something that they would, you know, snack on and they would use this in replace of potato chips. Mm. And um, and so early on, you know, and, and you know, all the trends, we, we're all starting to eat a lot less carbs. We, we realized that, you know, high carb diets, probably not the best one in the world and it probably won't ever come back. High protein or a protein full diet it is, you know, a lot healthier, makes you feel better. Uh, it does for me as what well, you know. Um, sure. But uh, yeah, that that's kind of you know between customer feedback and just now you know and realizing kind of how our positioning of five times the protein, half the carb, a potato chip 
we felt like we had something. That's really cool. Um, what was your initial go-to-market strategy? Was it direct-to-consumer? Was it go right into retail? Like It's not easy to get into retail, as you know, with all the competitors. What did that look like for you? You know, for us, it was uh, it was straight to retail, but it was with Whole Foods. Um, so I wanted to partner with Whole Foods. We, uh, you know, and we did, and we uh, spent a lot of time in their store. And this is pre-pandemic, obviously. Sure. But spent a lot of time there collecting data, uh, you know, letting people try the product. We have an internal uh, slogan called Chip the Chin, uh, where we, you know, it's all about getting people to try that chip. Um, so that was the go-to-market strategy. Now, as we set today, um, we believe in D2C. Re- really, uh, D2C has helped us raise brand awareness. And so even when you know we can see across other channels in brick and mortar where we know that we're raising brand awareness and people are seeing us and discovering us you know, on Instagram ads, Facebook ads, but they might not want to buy six bags. Totally. They go to totally. Whole Foods, they go to Sprouts, and they say, oh, there's wild. I've been wanting to try this. I'll try one bag. Right. So it all kind of works together, you know? I love that. That's really cool. Um, so you, you get started with Whole Foods, which is a big win, I, I must say. What did it look like after that? And what does it look like more broadly in retail? What have you found in grocery and, and what's been the response? And how are, you, how are you getting access to those retailers? Yeah, so outside of uh, you know Whole Foods, um, we have just now started to like expand grocery and a little bit of mass. One challenge Wild has is uh, when you look at where we set at Whole Foods, we set with premium pork rind in the salty snack category. <laughs> Um, and, why and it's, it's done, not like what, premium pork rind, <laughs> is it? I, I, I mean, know, like, I don't see they, that. They, they had Whole Foods had created this animal based uh protein Food area within yeah. salty snacks. Got it. Now, as we expanded, um, <laughs> we got beef jerky mass- and, <laughs> and wild chips. Right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, as we expanded, like to mass, there was one retailer that decided they would kind of adopt that and do kind of a premium, uh, maybe not so premium pork rind set beside jerky. And we would go in there. Wild performs very well there. Got we it. have had challenges where, you know, a, a particular grocery store uh, retailer put us in salty snacks and we were basically, um, you know, a sandwich between corn and potato. And, and we got lost with the price point and the bag size. Got we it. got lost. So we are got getting it. jockeyed, you know, a little bit uh, as we expand um, into certain, like, we're just not a normal product. No, says, I mean, oh, you know, we're jerky. We go to the jerky. Aisle. Yeah. You're a unique category. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of like yep. a blended category that you're in. Yeah. And so when you look at like, um, if you look at like Kroger, We'll be in a stand-up bag. We're going to be in a stand-up bag snack set that bleeds into jerky. Got it. Um, and it, and if you look at some other categories, we'll be in. Uh, it's a combination of better for you, whether it is premium pork rind, whether it's maybe a, a, a plantain chip, and and then maybe there's a cheese. Uh, you know these crispy cheese. Um, like sure. a, um, like the little uh, wisp. Yeah, exact wisps. Exactly. Yep. Well, we had wisps on a couple weeks ago. It's funny. Um, so it's it is. It's interesting. So, and for those listening that maybe haven't been in CPG or retail, what's interesting is you have category buyers and category owners, and those category owners are used to like certain things being on the product and that being in their category set. So when you have a blended 
product like this where it's like it's a chip, but it's not made with potatoes. It's with chicken. It's protein, right? So it's like it's like it's challenging some of the yeah. thinking. And it's not just you, by the way. I think many brands are kind of challenging the traditional categories, right? And it's it that kind of makes a little bit of an issue when you're trying to get in the store. You know, you're 100% right. You bring up a good point. And, you know, I can give you a, a, a story about Kroger. You know, when you have your product coded for one category, uh, which we did, it was salty snacks. Um, and, you know, the buyer gets credit, right? For totally. Sale. Exactly. Well, when you're now going to go to another category, it's yep. a different buyer that's going to get credit. Totally. You have to go through the whole family the, tree of the UPC ex- change. And exactly. it, is, it is challenging. <laughs> and 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 it's timely. Okay, so so explain to some of our audience may not understand that. So same bag of chips, same packaging, but you had to change the barcode, the UPC code, to because you went into another category. Well, so we didn't necessarily change the UPC, but internally at Kroger, we had, they to, had to the re- family tree. Exactly. They had to change they it had from, in there. from salty snacks. You yep. know, like some folks will say. Uh, you know, uh, we we were um, uh, interviewing right now for a head of marketing, and one of the questions was, you know, well, why why don't you just uh, merchandise it and the meats, you know, the <laughs> traditional meat uh, category, uh, del- you know, we'll say deli or you know just uh, uh, you know where you would buy steak or, and I'm like, well, that's a you know that buyer is got a limited amount of space, totally. And if my UPC is not coded, <laughs> if, then you won't even be considered. Credit, you won't get considered. Then we won't. You know, it's no. not that easy. You no. know, they don't want to put so, stuff there they don't get credit for. Which is an interesting issue. We could have a whole conversation about like the grocery store, and then like you have beverage product put in certain places where that buyer doesn't get credit. You know, and this it's really interesting. Um, yep. <laughs> I mean, people do what they get compensated to do. Um, okay, so <laughs> back to your story, right? So, um, man, we're okay. A lot of cool flavors. How did you guys decide these flavors? Like, was there only one that was a start or four? Like, how does how has that evolved? You know. Out of the gate, traditional flavors, traditional potato chip flavors, so Himalayan pink salt, salt and vinegar, they're staples. Um, as soon as we launched those, uh, you know, I just started thinking about, we. I don't want to be just potato chip flavors. You know, we are unique. Like, let's do something outside the box. <laughs> Barbecue, so sour cream and onion, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, automatically, at that point, I started thinking chicken and waffle right so dishes right so hot chicken so let's do nashville hot let's do buffalo let's do buffalo chicken because my favorite buffalo wings chipotle and chipotle sweet chipotle and pork and man when we started going down that avenue things just started you know people like that it sounds good like you're hungry you know what i mean if i said barbecue and sour cream and onion people are like you know what i mean it's like (laughs) it's that you start talking nashville hot dang where do i get that you know that's cool and it goes back to that uh that lesson i learned uh was uh you know why be a me too product right you you don't see many uh chicken and waffles if any out there no that's something new you know totally i totally agree i love that Man, um, okay, so here we are uh, going into the end of 2021. We're recording this, and you got in, into the next year. What does the future look like? What's this next six to 12 months? Like, what are the things you're really focused on for growth? Yeah, you know, we're focused on building a team. Uh, we just ha- hired a VP of uh, sales. Uh, we are, um, 
He starts on Monday. I'm super stoked. That's awesome. Uh, we are in the process of bringing in a VP of marketing. Um, so building the team out, we have a lot of growth coming. Um, we're really focused on the core items right now. Um, we've got uh, some club that's that's kicking mm. off Costco. Dude, I was going to say um, Costco. You need a multi-pack at Costco. You know, right now, the Costco is going to go with, uh, so there's two flavors. They're going to go with the Himalayan pink salt. Okay. And then there's a flavor that we did for them special, mm. um, a black pepper oh, barbecue yum. bacon. <gasps> oh, <laughs> and so, now, is it going to be like a mega bag? You know what I mean? It's not, it's going to be like a big, it's a bag. mega bag. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And it's a resealable zipper too. So oh, wow. it, it, you know, it, it's, uh, yeah, that's, customer that. can, yeah, so you know, yeah. some of the new brands they have like the top, um, you know, they kind of sip it along the top, which is great. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, yeah, that's so we're focused on, you know, we're focused on growth. We're focused on um, some key staples: uh, Kroger, uh, Costco, um, obviously Whole Foods and Sprouts is always a huge focus. Um, you know, I think you'll see some new flavor profiles. Um, you could see us go into turkey breast uh, next oh, year. That's interesting. Um, Hmm. And and you know we recently just launched pork and and the one that we put in Costco is made with pork loin, um, so uh, okay. so pork loin and uh, and then you know going into probably turkey breast, um, and uh, the big idea and and, and it sounds you <laughs> don't know, say a beyond me rough. beyond me uh, no. no 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 Wild's going to stick with uh, <laughs> what it knows and and what we know is is how to take you know real protein I love it. Uh, and 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 turn it into a salty snack. For those that are but, listening, we don't, we don't record video, but I'm looking at Jason through. And when I said that, he was like, "I oh, know." <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. What were you saying? Well, we uh, we we explored with uh, fish. Ooh. We okay. explored I mean, with fish. And so, what was the response? We showed it actually at a recently board meeting, and I I, I did this with Cod. Okay. And uh, people were blown away. I didn't tell them what they were eating. And, I wouldn't say um, ahead of time. I'd be like, I'm not going to tell yeah. you. Because people, some people but, will be like, fish. Uh, but then, I know. you know. <laughs> and how was it? It was great. You know, the response was good. And um, so the idea is, I want to call it fish and chips. <gasps> <laughs> huh? I literally almost, I did. Uh, drop the mic. Like literally, that's drop the mic moment. I can't believe so that. That's something that's I'm hilarious. toying with. Yeah, dude, you shouldn't tell me that on this show and then not do it. You need to do that. <laughs> oh, I'm doing it. I'm, oh I'm doing it. It's a matter. It's just a matter of time. But that. Uh, oh my god. You know, God, and, I love and that's that. part of wild. We want. We want to stay. I love we're that. Stay in that chip world. That's we cool. like the salty snack. Um, Home run. You know, we 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 see a ton of uh, of uh, opportunity. Um, so that's kind of, you know, the, the, the game plan and the roadmap. That's really cool. So now I, this is going to be an interesting question. So have you found any opportunity to do any modeling still with the wild brand? You know, I am ancient, <laughs> Justin. I, the that, modeling is, those, is for the those, young people. <laughs> yeah. Those days were like 25 years ago. So, and, and I wouldn't, I would never say that I was what you called a you know, uh, uh, a great model, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I, it was my, uh, 
my my career in modeling was short lived. It's <laughs> <laughs> a question you did not think you'd get today on the podcast. Um, that's very cool. Hey, I love to ask our our um, guests you know, for, to share advice and you've, you've already covered a lot of things, but, you know, to sum up two or three p- nuggets or two or three pieces of advice for our listeners, other entrepreneurs that are, are, are listening today, what would be those things you'd offer to them if they're thinking about launching a brand or they've got an idea they're trying to explore or they're in it, you know, they're in the first couple of years. Yeah. What does it look like? What are two or three things you'd offer? You know, I mean, I, it goes back to just, uh, the, the, the dedication. Um, I mean, there's going to be plenty of bumps in the road. But you have got to keep going, keep fighting. Um, I mean, there was days when I thought, I, I just don't see how we're going to get there, you know. Um, but you, you just got to keep going. Uh, and I think it's super important to surround yourself um, with some, some, you know, folks who have done it before. Like I have got a lot of um, friends that are entrepreneurs, you know, Bill Moses, who has uh, built Kavita and now building Flying Embras. You know, I'm on the phone with that guy a lot. Um, and, and other folks like himself, um, you know, because, uh, it's always good to get somebody's advice. They have went through the trenches. They have walked that path, they know the challenges. Um, so I think it's important to surround yourself, uh, with other entrepreneurs, um, who you can lean on, um, you know, for advice. I love that. That's awesome. And I liked your idea earlier that you offered, which was not to be a me too product, like come try something new and, and in the, in a category that people might know or be familiar with, but try something, a new, new angle. Well, you're right. I mean, I, I think that's one of uh, the biggest uh, things I see out in the market, you know, day and day and day is, uh, you know, folks, uh, just come out with very, you know, a me too product. And I learned very early, um, the lesson on that and it resulted into, you know, unsuccessful business. Um, so, you know, you, you gotta have an angle, um, and you gotta be different. Um, maybe you don't have to be as different as wild was, you know, I mean, we were completely like out of the box. You know, I think there's something to be said when, when you are degrees or two degrees, you know, slightly different. Um, I think you see that when grain free tortilla chips launched, you know, um, they were just, uh, you know, that's kind of one, two degree difference than the real, than the regular thing. And, um, I think that's a good example. No doubt. This has been so fun. I, I can't wait to see uh, where you go and and what's next and the fish and chips. I can't wait. Um, and I'll be looking for the product at Costco and definitely need to have you back on down the road as you continue to grow. But before we go today, share with our audience where they can find the product, connect with you, learn more, et cetera. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Whole Foods, Sprouts, you know, our website, um, and, uh, you know, on our website, uh, we have a, uh, contact us email. Um, if anybody has questions or they want to get in contact with me, uh, they can use that and, uh, and just, you know, um, just look, say, say basically you're trying to get in touch with JW and, and they'll get it to me. <laughs> JW. I love it. Hey man, it's been so great meeting you. So great having you here. I cannot wait to have you back on. And like I said, just can't wait to see your product uh, continue to grow and uh, really appreciate you making the time today. Justin, man, thank you. It's been a blast. And I, you know, anytime uh, you'll have me, I, I, I'll come on. Dude, we're going to do it. Thanks so much. <laughs> I can't wait. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. 
You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.